You are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody. One, two, one, two. What's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio broadcast, bringing you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, which is a mixture of old and new school black music, including hip hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news, commentary, and interviews every week for your three hour audio fix of goodness. You got myself on the mix and commentary in DJ Fusion. On the side, you got my bro who does the same thing, and I will have him introduce himself. Just indeed, everybody. Oh, we all wide world. We about to get on down for every man, woman, boy, and girl. Yes, indeed. Let's go, raw black hawk. Let's give a shout out to all. And yes, he's about to finish. He's about to last. Oh, what's the deal, people? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Glad as always to be able to crank out another show for folks to listen to. Getting to the end of summertime period, beginning of fall period in our corner of the U.S. And for those who are old school and been listening since our origin in 98, we deeply appreciate you. For those who are brand new and just stumbled upon us, we deeply appreciate you. And everybody in between. For those who are new, we'll just do, we'll do a quick breakdown about how the show rolls and functions. At the beginning, we do a little bit of our regular promo feel, and then we get into a little bit of commentary about what happened in different aspects of news throughout the week. And um, then both myself and the Saw Raw go ahead and get into our various mixes. So, yeah, let's go on ahead and do that. Um, first and foremost, you can always check out what's going on at the Fusebox Radio Broadcast family at our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com. That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. If you're a social network person, pretty much all of our social networks end with slash Fusebox Radio. So, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, Instagram, so forth and so on. Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio actually goes to my direct personal page and you can join that that's fine but we're really trying to up our Facebook like status and you go to facebook.com slash fusebox radio show straight up as one word to join and hit that thumbs up button and in case you miss our broadcast through our wonderful broadcast affiliates which you can find the latest um, updates with our detailed list through our blog site blackradioeffect.com you can also um, subscribe to us via your favorite podcast service of choice or music streaming service of choice such as iTunes, um, Podbay FM, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and more. Shout out as always to our family over at ohelnawohnblog.com and Plenadil, Plenadil.com for being a part of the music and cultural writing staff. And event-wise, we got a lot of events coming up in the fall. Definitely check out FuseboxRadioOnline.com that has our um, Sonic Biz calendar actually attached to around the um, bottom of the page. And you can check out all the um, latest cool events and stuff we're going to be involved in and getting into. So that's going to definitely be the business. And let's see here. Oh, lots of thanks to the folks over at um, TEDx up east side in New York and the folks at Bethlehem, Pennsylvania at Music Fest for having the Fusebox Radio family represent um, playing some tunes. 
at each joint. The audience is cool, and uh, we were the principal staff at our book event, and deeply appreciate that good stuff. So I think for the moment that's all on the quick promo end because I want to get to a few of these new joints and we've got a lot of new music this week and actually a good amount from the vaults this week too. It's always funny, like if you're a music collector, you start digging through some stuff you haven't played in a while. It's like, damn, I have this. And, you know, try to bring some of those joints back to light and... You know, of course, there's always people who have a love and care for their music and their craft. We try to put on as much as we can through our particular outlets of independent media and black media. So, um, yeah, let's get ready to go ahead. Oh, shout out to the folks over at Black Agenda Report. We have a new segment from them this week. And I know the um, HBCUs, historically black college universities here in the States, are just starting to have their freshman orientations right now. So, big up to all those folks getting ready to get into their college periods and seasons yeah, yeah. and all of um, that good stuff it's kind of funny actually earlier today I was looking on uh, my personal Facebook page um, one of my little cousins just got into North Carolina A&T so they got a picture of them at freshman orientation and it's like wow I am not an old woman but damn that makes me feel old and I remember when you were born now you like 18 going to school but you know it's all good it's all good yeah, let's see what we got going on here news-wise. Um, first and foremost, big up to the federal judge in New York State for declaring stop and frisk unconstitutional. All right, definitely. That's, that's, that's all. That's all good. Indeed. And, you know, for those overseas who might not be familiar with I'm stopping frisk, pretty much it gave the NYPD, the New York Police Department, um... A reign and a policy to go into certain areas, usually particularly economically disadvantaged, usually particularly full of people of color, to like stop and literally frisk people to see if they had like drugs or weapons or other types of things. And the big irony of all of it is it really didn't stop a lot of stuff from happening in terms of what was already happening crime wise. But it did, at bare minimum, inconvenience a lot of people. And at maximum, reinforce stereotypes of, especially in New York, particularly people of black and Latino descent. So for somebody on a legal level to finally be like, look, that is not proper. That is not what is supposed to be the best of America. We, you know, I think I need to stop that immediately. I find that to be very, very good news. I personally have known a lot of people who have been through that, male and female. In the city. Of course, because New York City has to be New York City, um, the government is appealing it. And the um, mayor, currently Mayor Bloomberg, has um, been pretty loud about not being happy about that. Personally, he can go to hell as far as I'm concerned on that level. So, you know, we'll see what's going on with that. But I definitely wanted to jump off that because in the past few months where it just seems like folks are really doing their best at this take away the little bit of progress that had happened in this young country it's cool to see a justice system portion that's like this is not the way you know we're not down for that nonsense I mean you know it's been about that you know you gotta think in the past few months you had people in the Supreme Court do a partial decimation of the Voting Rights Act 
We've had the travesty of the Zimmerman trial about the killing of the young black teenager Trayvon Martin. Yep, yep. And a whole bunch of other mess go on. So, you know, there are good people in various aspects of the legal and judicial system. See, I know sometimes That's we right. talk on this show, we don't want to make it seem like we ragging on everybody, but when the system is corrupt, the system is corrupt. No doubt. And things had to systematically change, much less in between individuals. So, good for those folks. Oh. And on another note, um, with New York City and uh, Mayor Bloomberg, which is a story that just came to our desk not too long ago, and I thought that was kind of crazy. Um, Mayor Bloomberg is trying to say that New York City should start fingerprinting public housing residents supposedly for safety, so they can access mm. their homes. Now, if you don't think that that somehow criminalizes poverty, you have a problem. Like, for somebody to be like, okay, we're, we're just going to have your identification. It's all going to be okay and dandy. It's a little naive, especially in the 21st century. You know what I mean? And if it's only public housing, again, it's going to be for folks of certain limited means. And unfortunately, in a lot of New York City, those are a decent amount of people of color. Love that. You know, and what if the system don't work one day? Does that mean somebody's gonna gonna mark you as a criminal trying to break in, or that you're part of criminal activity, or they're trying to they're they're trying to also say that you know it's going to prevent fraud in terms of people who have public housing? Mm-hmm. Like it's not being occupied by the people who don't originally have the lease. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, my mother. But for people who haven't listened to the show, and I'll just put a little bit of information. My mother back in the day worked for D.C. government um, and the Department of Health and Human Services in that particular regard. And while there are some people who wild out with that type of thing, it's a really low percentage. And plus, if you've ever been to what's called Section 8 housing, it is not balling. It's not like you're just running up a day, you're getting like a nice middle class home in the middle of where, whatever state you want to go to. So, to me, this almost seems to feel like Mayor Bloomberg having kind of sour grapes about the stop and frisk situation. Like, we got to find a way to make cats seem like they're criminals. Yeah. And have crime on both a class level and a race level. On this type of thing, a little more of a class level. But still, it, it entraps people into, in terms of a lot of stuff. Now, luckily, you got a lot of people already being loud and protesting this, including people who are currently running for mayor in the um, upcoming year. And whatnot. Yeah. So I'm glad that's happening, but you know, it's I just find it to be very disgraceful. Yes, yeah, it is good that Bloomberg is he, he extended the mayor the mayor um, term and um and a lot of things changed during the time that he was in there. And um of course most people get in the It's time for um it's time for him to be out of there. No doubt, no doubt. Let's see, what else we got going on here? It's been kind of a interesting week on both the cultural and um, quote-unquote hard news end of the spectrum. Uh, more leaks have come out via um, the ex-CIA uh, worker Edward Snowden talking about lots of breaches by the National Security Agency here in the United States in terms of infringing on Americans' privacy rights. Mm, 
And um, these stories have come both from overseas via our folks. Um, shout out to our, our audience in the UK who sent this over via the Telegraph, as well as um, all of our folks in the States who sent over an article supplementing what I'm about to talk about via the um, Washington Post. And it was saying um, thousands, not a few times, like thousands of times each year since 2008. They've either broken privacy rules or overstepped um, legal authority in terms of intercepting emails and um, phone calls and all other types of stuff. And it's kind of weird to me because when I talk to people about this type of thing, some folks are like, well, it only came up because of of Obama being in office. And I'm like, well, for one thing, that's kind of foolish because ever since the Patriot Act when President Bush was in office... We've known about things like, you know, the NSA and, you know, how the Patriot can allow people um, from different legal agencies to overstep their boundaries and stuff. But spying on American citizens is nothing new, even before the past two presidents. And um, in illegal ways. I mean, we only know about things like COINTELPRO and stuff like that because other people leak papers. Or use the law to their best advantage to get stuff revealed via the... um, Freedom of Information Act and however you you feel about politics in the United States or political parties and stuff like that, if you think things are good now, think about if somebody real crazy gets into power and and has all this type of stuff, you know it's not going to be cute so while everybody can kind of question you know, the true reasons why Edward Snowden leaked the papers those papers needed to be leaked because, you know, everybody had to be aware of what's going on. I know we're in a society because of technology and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a, a certain giving up of privacy when you decide that you want to put your business on the internet and other places. But that's when you decide it. This isn't when you decide things. No doubt. And there's also a thing where the definition of terrorist and anti-American and stuff flip-flops back and forth depending on who's in power. You know, so even within, let's just go into the present, current Obama administration. You've had everybody from Tea Party folks to um, Occupy activists in different people's eyes be, be viewed as terrorists. And that's before on some of those personal things come into being. So, you know, a lot of this stuff needs to go ahead and um, get checked. I mean, even with these papers leaking, you had a former judge who was a part of the secret court system with the NSA talking about that thing has next to no checks everybody needs to be aware and you know be worried and maybe just look at how if you are on a certain level of stuff I'm not advocating certain things or whatever else but if you are on some certain things even if it's just like a private like your own personal privacy issues much less anything activist wise or whatever you're gonna have to kind of find ways to watch your back right now there's more and more ways folks can check you out so I thought that was an interesting thing to talk about here let's see I think one or two more of the harder news stories then we'll get a little bit into some cultural things because that has gone all over the map in the past week or two um let's see let's see let's see Oh, the DEA overstepping its bounds this week 
they or it could be looked at as a whole different scenario there is a case where somebody said in texas that there was a big marijuana crop being grown on the outskirts of a particular town that ended up not being true what the dea ended up destroying instead was an organic farm commune yeah um to read the story shout out to the folks who sent this to us via raw story police in arlington texas had been criticized for their tactics during a drug raid on a local farm that came up empty while allegedly damaging both the property and the crops and you had people like okay tomato plants don't look nothing like no weed plants so you gotta look at the aspect of of, of this stuff is um very very weird to me like, it could just be looked at as a simple, wow, these are just some really, really inept cops. But it can also be looked at as you had a group of people who were growing their own food in a particular way and stuff. And that might have pissed somebody off. That's right. And, you know, because when you have a lot of these type of cases, somebody, you know, somebody calls the cops or gives intel or whatever else. So, you could have had somebody personally who might have been jealous of what they were doing you could have had a, a, a corporation be mad at what somebody was doing just from that little no bit of a cut from the system so you know as we always do for folks who are new and listening to the show like if you go to on blackradiosback.com or whatever else we always link all of these news stories and when you see the video about how people are talking about stuff or whatever it's, it's very very interesting and um, what it definitely makes things look very suspect in regards to what's going on and you know police police are saying they're standing by the actions but i've seen tomato plants and i am aware of what marijuana looks like neither thing looks the same so something funny style with that something was very funny style with that it's definitely it's definitely like you may mention that somebody has a problem with them People get sicker when they fast food. People really don't get sick. They get food, many organic or not tampered with or it's not genetic modified. No doubt. Speaking of weed, that's another interesting story I'll throw a light on before we get into some other stuff here. Um, CNN reporter um, Sanjay Gupta has come out and talked about the hypocrisy of the federal government about medical marijuana. Now, some who remember um, Dr. Gupta know that, you know, not too long ago, he was very anti it for anything. And then I guess he had his, you know, come to the mountain moment. And is now being very, very loud talking about that, at least on the medical marijuana level, like a lot of things that the federal government is doing in terms of blocking people from using it for um, various, various illnesses and stuff is wrong. Now, this type of thing tends to happen here and there. That doesn't necessarily surprise me. But what did surprise me was that he said in a direct quote that the U.S. holds a patent on marijuana. 
Now, I personally never knew that. Because I'm like, if something is good or bad for you, why do you hold a patent on it? Besides the aspect of why do you have a patent on a plant, or specifically, what the plant can do to help people, whether it's within the plant itself or it's extracted and put into another pharmaceutical use. And there have been various studies where, you know, marijuana has at least helped in limiting things like pain and stuff like that um, for a whole range of various diseases from neurological on down. So regardless of how you feel about that, you know, there's been very a lot of things in medical journals that have talked about this. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And just because he brought up the, the, the patent that the government has on it, I thought that was interesting. And just some food for thought. Because if you have a patent on something, that means you're thinking about making money on it eventually. That's just how it works. So. Uh. Let's see here. Next up, people have always heard about Area 51 in terms of like movies about aliens and stuff like that. Or sci-fi and things. Um, in a recent declassified document, um, the government admits there is an Area 51. However, they say that it's not about aliens, but it was about um, creating different types of spy craft for decades. And this is talking about ever since around the end of um, post-World War II. They were talking about various aircraft like the U-2 and other stuff was um, developed over there. As well as, I guess, what would be called proto-drones. Right now. Like the pre precursor to drones that we have today. Now, there's folks who are still coming through a lot of these um, declassified documents. But, you know, I think that's something that's, you know, food for thought too. Because on a various level, even if whether you believe in aliens or not... It's like, well, what was going on at certain parts of these bases where maybe the people who worked at those bases, what were they being exposed to when this stuff was being created? What were the areas being exposed to when this stuff was being created, whether it's nuclear or non-nuclear? Because, you know, when you start doing a lot of refining of metals and other types of stuff, that has a, a cause and effect to it. Especially when they didn't necessarily have certain regulations back in the day in regards to that. You know, how did that stuff affect the water? How that stuff affects the soil and the air, and even if for regular people lived around that way, you see something random playing, you're like, what the hell is that? How'd you mess with people's minds just on a, you know, mental level with all that that was going on? So I thought that was an interesting story too. That kind of flew under the radar via mainstream news. And, um, let's see here. Before we get into the hip-hop news, I've gotten a lot of people asking us to talk about today. Just gonna get into a few other random cultural news stories, then we'll delve into that, then we'll go right into, um, our mixes and whatnot. Uh, let's see here. First and foremost, shout out to Smithsonian Museum. Shout out to them, just one of one thing, I'm a museum geek, so shout out to them anyway. But the uh, Smithsonian's Natural Museum of African American History and Culture has officially acquired the original Parliament Funkadelic Mothership. 
and um, they going to put that joint on display. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a few years ago the Washington Post had a article about the uh, mothership being held in a storage facility in Prince George's County, Maryland. <laughs> and whatnot. Actually, pardon me, this isn't the original mothership, this is like the second mothership that came through around the um, late 70s, um, early 80s. And when the Washington Post published this story, you had more people with the Smithsonian doing a search for it, and they later on found out the person actually had it in storage. And um, now they went ahead and um, acquired that. So that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I definitely look forward to checking that joint out when they put it on display. And everything. And of course, you know, big shout out not just to our folks in D.C., but to the folks over in Central Jersey and Plainfield Jersey. And um, for those who don't know, um, Parliament Funkadelic was originally formed at the Parliament back in Plainfield, New Jersey in the 1950s. And later on, both Parliament and Funkadelic merged to, of course, you know, be the business and whatnot. And the Chocolate City album gave DC its unofficial nickname, Chocolate City, that even with all of the changes and stuff happening in this particular metro area is still sticking. So I thought that was a cool little story that popped up. No doubt, no doubt. There's a lot of symbolism that um, this put in the movie. This is obviously a timeless group. Hard a timeless group. Mother's Club, there's a lot, you know. That's, that's the beauty about reading for the new teaching in at all, you know. They may or may not have been trying to get that across, but, you know, the energy don't necessarily be. Energy for us, and it's a great for us to like pick up on No doubt, no doubt. Um, secondly, um, some folks have been aware, some folks aren't. Spike Lee has gone through the um, crowdfunding website Kickstarter to raise money for a mystery um, independent movie. Like, nobody still knows what the plot of this is, but so far, he's raised $1.25 million for it. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, a part of me is like, you know, hey, we all have our money. If you want to donate to a project, it's cool. You know, we have our own Kickstarter account. I have donated to a lot of independent and um, a few major people's projects. And there's a part of me that's like, okay, you still want to support somebody who's been in the business for a minute and that's cool because you know when you do kickstarter and, and other types of sites you donate a certain amount you get a certain thing back so you know you might for some projects donate yay much you get a t-shirt you might do yay much you get a dvd and then other things going on up up and up and up there's also the part of me that's like when you're a big timer because spike lee is a big timer you got to sit back and be like well why the hell can you get your own funding why are you going through regular folks to do that? And again, everybody has the right to spend their money how they want and to get money by the by the means they want. I mean, who knows? This this thing may be real bug out and crazy. And you know, if somebody like George Lucas had to go through a bunch of crap to make Red Tails, whatever Spike Lee's probably trying to put out there, they ain't trying to have it right. or hear it in terms of that side funding. 
However, I think my only beef about this is that it's like, dude, you're letting nobody know what the hell your project is. You could be like doing $1.25 million in and film a tree for an hour and a half for all we know. Like, I thought that was a little bit on the weak side, but hey, you know, he put his stuff out there. People put in their funding to see what's good. And um, we'll see what happens. I definitely hope it's going to be a good movie. Bottom line. So there's going to be a lot of folks upset if this movie is kind of garbagey and or it doesn't materialize. I don't think that's going to happen with Spike Lee, but we'll see what's good. So I just thought that was an interesting use of um, Kickstarter by a known name that's been um, doing their thing for a while. Let's see here. What else we got? What else we got? Um, next up, um, Russell Simmons has made a lot of people pissed off this week. His latest company, All Death Digital, which is a online um, YouTube channel, and they have various web series and stuff. They put out a joint that was a sketch that was supposed to be funny called Harriet Tubman Sex Tape. And it essentially was trying to imply that pretty much Harriet Tubman was hitting with the matches to get a lot of, a lot of slaves free. I've seen the joint. And I'm not a prude or whatever by any means. I watch all types of crazy stuff and comedy and whatever. But first and foremost, I'm like, it just wasn't funny. It, like, the actors were not funny. The writing was not funny. And the conceit wasn't funny. Much less by now, you know, I mean, I just want to know who sat in front of a table and was like, that is a great concept to run and roll with. And that nobody, especially in the internet age, is going to say anything. At first, Russell Simmons was kind of belligerent about keeping it up there until a lot of people complained. And uh, then it got taken off. Now we know... <sighs> Let me put it like this. We all have respect for Russell Simmons for the origins of Death Jam Records. And other various things from Deaf Comedy Jam, Deaf Poetry Jam, and more. He has made his impact in a good amount of positive ways. He's also shown a lot of ways that he's a hustler. First and foremost, you know, most recently with the Rush card that, you know, even white America had to look at him and be like, dude, those are some exorbitant ass fees you're charging people to use this prepaid debit card and other modes of behavior this was a joint where it was like dude I mean you might not be directly signing off on stuff but you and your folks need to have some common sense in terms of what you put out because while some folks think they can get to a certain high point and kind of ignore black folks and black folks feelings when they get a certain amount of money your foundation is still with black people no matter how much supposed mainstream media love that you get our country still kind of has that weird paradox that we don't like black people but we look at black folks for what's the most legitimate way to run and function and do things at least in the realms of entertainment you know what mainstream America says is one of the best white rappers out there Eminem he had to get co-signed by a whole bunch of black folks a lot of these newer TV channels um, from Fox to Oprah's own channel 
they had a start with a lot of black programming, some of which had to go back to getting a lot of program, black programming to get a certain market share. And to get credit, particularly with OWN, which I, was used to be, I think, Discovery Health. And they started out with certain programming. They took it away. Their ratings plummeted. Now, most of OWN is what, what people will call black American programming. Or, or, or I'll put it like this. Or programming aimed for black America. Because, of course, black America is a big, diverse pot of folks. And what have you. And for somebody in Russell Simmons' organization to feel that comfortable going there... You know, whatever higher deity you believe in or don't believe in, you need to think a little better and, and, and do a little better. So I can say that type of joint, you know. Let's see here before we get into the hip-hop big news story of the week. Um, kind of a goofy story from China. A zoo in China is taking a whole lot of criticism this week because... They put a dog in a cage and they call it an African lion. This dog has a lot of hair and other type of stuff. I'm like, this looks like a damn dog. It doesn't look like nowhere near a freaking lion. Like folks that said that this um zoo in the what is it, the People's Park of Laho, pardon me if I pronounced this wrong, in the province of Henan. Try to dis- dis- disguise the Tibetan Mastiff as as the cat, and of course you had folks in China who were like, "If you don't get the f out of here with this stupid nonsense," and dig this. Besides the fact that this joint, at least to me, I'm like it obviously like looks like a hairy dog, even though it had like more of the hair up front or whatever. They were talking about in this article from um, the Associated Press Foreign Edition. That the zoo charade was exposed when the visitors heard the, the animal bark. <sighs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> because if you if you own this zoo for one thing, you went really on the cheap to fake something for it to not be what it is. And then you could be dumb as hell. But you've probably gone to elementary school and they've probably done this is the noise an animal makes. Nobody has ever heard that a lion or a cat is going to bark. I don't care what language you speak, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I I, I thought that was a mess. They also said that this zoo is, is janky as a whole. Talking about a snake cage contained two large rats and exactly zero snakes. And a leopard cage reportedly included fox-like creatures. I think you don't need to own a zoo. That's just how I put it. But yeah, I thought that was a silliest all hell story because they've um taken pictures of this joint and everything. And it's like no. Pretty much, I think that noise just just sets things off perfectly. Um. Random mixtape story I thought was interesting in terms of the download age of hip-hop. And then we'll get into what I've been bugged about from the beginning of this week with the um, Kendrick Lamar situation. Um, What happens when you're an independent hip-hop artist and you put out a project for free? But if you don't have all your legal business together to, to print up hard copies, but somebody prints up hard copies and they end up selling. This particular situation happened with Chance the Rapper. 
some of y'all have heard um, Catch Him His Acid Rap mixtape on um, various show, parts of the show during the past few weeks. And um, this is actually not a straight up mixtape, but a mixtape album. Like pretty much, you know, when people put out like certain collection of songs for free and whatnot. Last month, his um, album called Acid Rap ended up being number 63 on Billboard's Hip Hop and R&B Albums chart. Pretty cool. Situation is though, he didn't officially drop hard copies of his album. Somebody else went through a distribution company and printed copies and sold them through things like Amazon and stuff like that. So now, they're going through the process of having to sue the distribution company to get some money and kind of thinking about this new kind of gray area where stuff is because if something ends up being that popular while a lot of people are on the internet and stuff everybody still isn't on the net or they still want to have a hard copy whether it's just for the sake of them rocking CD players and stuff or wanting to have a collectible of their favorite artist now this particular printing of Homeboy's tape got pulled pretty quickly but it's something I think heads had to think about a little bit. Personally, I'm the type where if you put out something, you should always have a limited amount of physical copy out there. No. You know, partially so that it's another venue for you to make money, and partially so people know that you're officially selling something. Okay. Now, granted, I got to give props a chance to rapper for the sake of you put out a free product that enough people gave a damn about to buy a hard copy where you were on the Billboard charts. And even his management was like, well, damn, I've never heard this um, company, but that kind of gives us more of an idea how people are feeling our folks right now. So in its own backwards way, that's, that's its own props. It's almost like a more advanced way of bootlegging. That's jumping off besides um, just a straight-up freeway where a lot of things can happen with the internet right now. So, you know, so I thought that was an interesting story. And it's another train of thought for all of my independent music artists in terms of how to go ahead and um, just think about covering all bases because while we're in a digital age, a lot of people still want to have that, that physical joint jumping off too. So, there you go. And lastly, I'm just going just gonna to close off everything with this um, story because it has been all the hell over every single one of my social networks. We have been hit insanely through it, not just through the Fusebox Radio email account, but the BlackRadio'sBack.com email account. I have talked to numerous folks about this. I've had friends from all over the place IMing me and calling me and texting me on a personal level about this particular situation. And this is about the song Control, particularly for my hip-hop folks. Um... A song that was leaked recently that's not actually going to be on Detroit rapper Big Sean's album. It featured Big Sean, Kendrick Lamar, and Jay Electronica. Personally, I don't think it's a bad song. I kind of think Big Sean looked the worst out of everybody in terms of lyrical type of stuff and delivery. But the big, big fuss that has occurred, which I think just shows the various directions... 21st century mainstream hip-hop is in right now is Kendrick Lamar's verse particularly a segment of his verse first and foremost as a whole I thought the entire verse was dope it is not even counting 
the controversial part. I think the young man has talent and he's building on it and I hope he builds more. The part that had people in a tizzy ever since I think I literally woke up Tuesday morning, took a shower, getting ready for work, five in the morning, people talking about you hear what Kendrick Lamar said. Like, okay. And what he did to me is what traditionally hip hop cats have done for years and has called out folks for slacking and to want to have real competition happen and jump off and in his verse he was like essentially like look a lot of us are new and a lot of us are playing it safe and it's not supposed to be about playing it safe I love a lot of you guys but hip hop is about competition so I'm gonna get on here I'm gonna spit my best joints I wanna have everybody else spit their best joints too not just in terms of a response verse but in terms of songs and albums and stuff like that and what killed me about all of this type of stuff throughout this week is that people caught feelings about that a creative should always want to be their best not because other cats want them to be their best but because they want to be their best and if we're going to be a hundred percent about things I'm 34 years old personally I remember when the mainstream media landscape changed partially through the FCC Telecommunications Act and partially due to the expansion of the internet and the music industry you have a lot of cats like once they get a niche audience they kind of stay stagnant in terms of creativity and stuff because they feel they can do only had to do so much to make money and do whatever else to a degree i think it's gotten worse since back in the day this is something something that's always happened i think it's a little worse right now in terms of that particular realm and the funny thing is i'm looking at responses with folks especially via um my twitter account and my facebook account because you know we're blessed to have a lot of independent and major artists follow us and, and we follow back and it's cool to me that you saw a lot of the OGs in hip-hop who've done their thing and some of whom are still continuously doing their thing. They were like, I'm glad this young man is talking about let's bring a creative competition on. That's how it's supposed to be. To paraphrase Big Daddy Kane, hip-hop is always supposed to be a competitive sport as long as it's not a contact sport in terms of violence. Like, it's all good. You had some of the cats he named on the track who he's like, look, you know, I love y'all is, but you know, I'm going to murder y'all on these lyrics or whatever. Those cats were like, okay, I see where you're coming from. You want to make it a creative competition? It's on. And then you saw some folks who just got salty off of all the wrong things. Like, how dare this guy, you know, puff out his chest and say some stuff. Now, to me, I'm like, if you've done hip-hop in the history of ever, whether it's on your corner, to a studio, to whatever else, when has there not been somebody who's like, I'm nice? When has that ever occurred? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Where you weren't supposed to get something in your heart where it's like, well, that dude thinks he's nice. Either I'm going to show I'm nicer than him or like he's nice, but I'm going to show my angle of how nice I am, too. I don't care 
what area you're from. I don't care if you're old school or new school. You're supposed to want to put out your best work because you want to put out your best work. This young dude calling folks out shouldn't have been your catalyst to do better. That's true. You should always want to do better. You're not entitled to no money. You're not entitled to no props. You're not entitled to fans just because you got in front of a mic and, and you spit some rhymes. No doubt. And even if you've gotten some good stuff off, which I appreciate because first and foremost, I am a fan. My being being a fan made me get into DJing and media and stuff like that. That's all that but you can't only just do one joint and expect that to last forever. If you're still continuously recording, if you still continuously want my money, my props, and my respect, you still gotta maintain doing dope music and having, hopefully, because you know some folks unfortunately are lacking on that level, a dope vibe. For me to go out of my way and be like, I feel like paying to see your show. I feel like paying to buy your product. I feel like just saying to somebody else, you know what? You should support so-and-so-and-so. Stop being so damn soft. A lot of cats have gotten a little too soft in the realm of hip-hop lately. They've got Some cats have gotten to the point where they are that dude that I think everybody has a catter at their 9-to-5 or office. That's just sitting there and coasting by, then they get mad when they see somebody else doing their job better than they were. Or an aspect of their job better than they were. So on that level, I'm very freaking happy that Kendrick Lamar went out and was mad blatant and said what he said. If for no other reason, this probably been one of the first times in a while, I actually saw a hip-hop conversation not be about some TMZ business. It was about hip-hop. It was about songs. It's about lyrics. It's about just what the entire package is and what it's supposed to be and what it is supposed to mean at its height and at its highest form. Because the thing that I think some heads ignored about what Kendrick Lamar said was he was calling out his generation. He didn't say that old school cats suck. Not at all. He's talking about if we want to be called great, we need to earn being called great. Like those cats are being called great. And have a rep in whatever else. Like it's nice that we got some money and we got, you know, certain other angles that we could do that the other cats couldn't do. But I want to be known as being dope at the end of the day, no matter what happens. So honestly, if you get bent on the shape about that, that says a lot more about you than it says about that young dude on the West Coast. Well, it's a far I as I see it. I didn't hear the joint, so I didn't. I don't know exactly, um, like it, it, you know, whatever. But based upon the likes that everybody is, is getting off about it, um, I remember jokers back when I back in the day when I was young, older hip hop cats, you know. From different areas, different you know parts of Jersey, different points, different blocks, saying certain things about hip hop, and it makes you think about it. Makes you think about some of them things. And one of them things you catch some is that don't pay attention to really too much of what you're hearing. And in other words, like if you're, in other words, if you're an artist, sometimes you almost gotta focus more on your own thing and whatever, whatever. And 
I, I said that to say is that, like, for me, um, because to me, music is timeless, so there is really, you know, there are, there is maybe a, a newer crowd, but it's, it's, it's all music. So, regardless of it's old or new, you know, it being timeless in, in its actuality, not in necessarily one's belief in what it really is. But, you know, I'm not mad or sad or glad that he said whatever. It's like, you know, certain things should have been obvious. You know what I'm saying? Um, and at the end of the day, I think if you're an artist, you should focus. You should do you because at the end of the day, I'd rather a person do them and be phony and, you know, do what's right and still be phony. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know that doesn't make it any better. You know, you know, there's a long list of people taking people's ideas and using their ideas against them. The long history of that. And, you know, I just think at the end of the day, you know, um, you know, it shouldn't have been the fact that there was a lot of emotion about it really, you know, is, to me is the surprise. You know, at the end of the day, you know, all is an illusion. You know, it's, 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 if you're not doing, it's, sometimes it's not about telling people to do what's right. Sometimes it's about them already knowing that. Sometimes it's about that. And, you know, I feel, especially in artistic expression, if you don't get that, you know, maybe it wasn't meant for you to say. You know, maybe you just stay, stay where you at, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, I mean, that's not all cases, but, you know. But, you know, if if, if, if that motivates people, that's all good, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I think if people are not motivating people to be better people through their music, I think... Um, it's, it's foolish to look up to them, you know, whoever it is, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it can be partying and bullshit, but there has to be a motivating aspect, and hip-hop is about that, too. You know, though it's, comp it's competition, but it's, 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 it's not competition to the point of complication. You know, there's a, there's a, a helping or therapeutic aspect to it, you know, um, which is also there, but you know, I'm not even going to say too much else about it. But you know, like I said, if it, if it motivates people to do certain things, then that's all good. But I don't think people should uh, look too highly on people in entertainment. You know what I'm saying? You know, these are people that do preach the shit. Some have soul, some don't. You know, um, you know, it's it, you know. So only know your inner voice that tells you when things is whack or wrong or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, if, if you need that outside outlet, then whatever. But, you know, and I, I take that for granted sometimes that some people don't have a operational soul or they don't have one. So it's like they're not going to necessarily feed into that or whatever, whatever. You know, it's like the LL song that they were talking about, whatever, about he made. I still ain't heard that yet. You know, sometimes it's like whatever. You know, people say certain things, whether it's good or bad, and it's like, whatever, you know. You know, it, 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 don't, it, it becomes more important when you feed into it, you know. It becomes more important when you, when you give it that much attention, you know. And, you know, 
I can do that because, you know, it's, I already knew that. I already knew. Because to me, a lot of this is based in really what the companies want out of the audience. And the FCC changes and, and how, you know, radio stations and labels wanted the operation change. Because I remember hip-hop before then. You know, hip-hop was a little bit more versatile, uh, I thought, before, you know, with consolidation of certain companies, uh, record companies, radio stations, and, and media outlets. And I just think that, you know, uh, when that came, hip-hop was just, I don't know, it just didn't really go past a certain point to me. You know, even Cats who had came before then, it seems like almost they were all in this extended animation almost. And it just continued till, till, till now. So this was something put into motion in the 90s when hip hop still had its purity. You know? And uh, part of that purity is, isn't, you know, part of that purity is people generating something from within. If they can't generate that from within, you can tell them something all day, it ain't gonna matter. You know what I'm saying? That has to be generated from within, you know? A lot of ways, I'm not. I'm really done with telling certain people certain things. A lot of things I don't even say. I hold back because it's, it's, you know, it, it, you can't, you know, you can't cast your pearls before swine. You know, if if if, if, if they are not receptive to change, then, then that for that was like a waste of a waste. But at the end of the day, um, if some good comes out of it, that's all good. All right. All right. All right. No doubt. And I definitely agree with you on a lot of those levels. If anything, the best thing about all of this to me is that it, I think for some folks, it revealed how a lot of people feel. Particularly some of those folks who say they're creative and they care. And you see, a lot of folks, they really didn't. It was more about their own bruised ego than a bigger picture. So on, on that level alone, especially hearing some of these responses, I mean, we've literally had about like 20-something responses that were sent to us from different artists and things. And most of them didn't get what the hell the point was. Or it was to say like, no, now all of a sudden you care about lyricism so because somebody else called you out. You didn't care in the first place, but that's on you. Nah, oh well, not just lyricism, but caring about your art. Because everybody that had to be a, you don't got to be the most intricate lyricist to be a dope MC. Yeah. But you do have to have feeling and heart so. besides your technical aspects. So for those who are going to do it, I congratulate you. Keep on doing it. For those who aren't, you're going to get knocked out the box. That's just how it works. And it's only your fault that that happens. And some of that stuff can't be taught. Some of that stuff is just how it is. You can maybe whatever, but the culture within, you know, that that can't be taught. No doubt, no doubt. And I think that wraps it up on a pretty good freaking note and stuff. So let's go on ahead. I know we got a lot of dope music on deck for this week. We got our friends with Black Agenda Report and their latest up-to-date news segment editorial segment to drop to the masses shout out to Glenn Ford and all that family and let's go ahead and um, get it in you are now in tune to the syndicated worldwide fuse box radio broadcast mm, excuse me with DJ Fusion and the Saw Raw undiluted black radio for the masses undiluted indie radio for the masses um, as we always talk about with our commentary segments you don't gotta love or agree with everything that we say but if we sparked your mind and thought we've done our job we've done it properly likewise with our music we hope it makes you nod your head stop your feet um, 
if this music artist you're familiar with, that's cool. If you've heard somebody that you haven't heard from, and you're like, yo, that's cool. That's cool, too. Like we always say, whatever level of music artist is on, you like their music, find multiple ways to support them. Because making music yes, is not free. Yes, indeed. Peace, possible to continue rocking. I saw Raw, a.k.a. Johnny Anunnaki. Want to give it to you. Cosmic Broadcast Infinity throughout the whole galaxy solar system. Every human being on this rock, rocking on a saw raw. I. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Peace. You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse.
who were dubbed the hard-headed holograms. Y'all remember that they thought they was all of that. Lost all they had and came crawling back. After that, he had more jaw to jack. Said it's our fault calamities were caused in fact. I had to reiterate, cause he don't believe his negative energy is fake. Nature itself is based on organized chaos resulting in different states. You wanna hide any deficiencies? It's all good, all fair game specifically. I told him keep ripping with me. I'ma kick him in his nuts so hard his heart skips a beat. You ready? Everybody now Everybody now Everybody now Everybody now
listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Ragged with the Contra Phantom of the Opera And I'm standing on a cop's truck Stacking for the long run And bags packed roadside with the thumb out Toe tag, don't gag Spit your gum out Nomadic chrome grabbing when it's danger I'm a major born puppy Holding flight like a hanger do Knife to the trachea spit Scabies in bed The label don't like me but they pay me a grip And you see how his day going by the state of his wrist Got to get busy play doing Bet the banker came swinging like What the fuck you saying? All that aim at a miss I'm gonna go the freckles off your shit You can do this all night. I hope the freckles off your face, bitch. No me, drugs out front the telly. I'm couch drunk, ready to go. Calfetti and bucks. Pack ladders that slap cross the belly. What's up? Fucking hell, what's up? I'm at the deli, scheming on a Fanta and a camel crust. Screaming saddle up, I up this beat. Get your cattle cut. Pansy, if the fans only local, while them flights transatlantic up. The rice and the patties cooked. Nice for the chance, little teeth with the goals bright. The light switches mad at us. Snapchat and panty clad baddies. I'm a bachelor. I High and polite, cause polite isn't back of us right With the same hand I smack him up with Stretching out the 15 I had initially Icky thumb, sticky cush, lit up in a rental jeep You can do this shit all night I hope the freckles off your face, bitch You can do this all night I hope the freckles off your face, bitch You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. Society had a moment. 
mall in the chokehold. But since the queen rose, they keep it so, so full. Truth from foes and truth be told that I found the gold and broke the mold. Bring the homeland to this romance, this blow hand to show that which hasn't been brief. Silence, you can keep it at this point. I need to speak. So miss me where she reaching. That shit don't have you me and that. Talk to me, but it's all correct. And we're in for no bouncing checks. I'm on the move. Catch me in between grooves. Taking trips to mind side. The third class with only H2O in the glass. Pair of sunny sides up and headphones to match my soul tone. Still flip flipping, made it out the city sin. To embrace the earth's wind, killing broken hymns. Behold, the alignment of the constellations. Love is still my promotion, no exaggeration. Always chase cheddar But 2020 hindsight Of the trendsetter When he sees his younger brother Rocking his tougher than ever Says to play protector But I'm like F it Let you get your own scores And learn more than any professor's lecture When years become yester And those who you thought king Are just dressed up jesters Your request is as refreshers Now bless you like a sneeze No struggle without ease No hustle without sleep No matter what they believe See the weary and the weak Get beat Trying to compete with Pete, I say me bummy, they act like my tongue speaking Greek. So when they come seeking me for whatever on me, I don't trust it, they got their weapons on me. From the start, we knew. We're so classical, the way we kick raps to you. Got the head knobs and dance to prove that my people gotta make moves. Right like the day is new. Believe the young and that's for you. LP's getting live with it, that's the truth. Vibing thing, careful with my aim, never bang without a purpose. Word lush to the dirt, cover up, keep my cup half full, luncheon. Pulling no punches, no frontin', let the sun in. Sonic the bionic woman, boy, I keep them flows flooded, working with what it is, no concern with what it wasn't. Blundering buffoons try to step up, but they lose. Tied a loose tight, conscious of my birthright, never lose sight of my objective. Got a lesson in my left hand, gun upon my right palm, calm in the storm, this melanin keep me warm, so prevalent with the dawn through Song. Steady melody, killing, but keep the felony underneath the money tree. Never throwing shade, I play the hand I'm dealt. Felt the breeze, never living on my knees. Believe I keep it pushing, 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 pushing. From the start, we knew we're so classical. The way we kick raps for you got the head knobs and dance to prove that my people gotta make moves. Right like the day is new. Radio, the DJ Fusion. Let's get it, get it. Sway, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
sprinkles of cinnamon, freckle face Dominican, glittering glaze, tranquilized, charging my adrenaline. Sidewalk, fair in the air, stretching the stratosphere, savvy sugar hill, Eldorado nightmares, poking off the kryptonite, choking on the crystal light, keep a concealed pistol, hitting the disciple spike, cycle back to Michael Wright, now we counting Jackson's. Dream of Vera Provolone, Picotti Rome action. 80 blocks, we burning and baking bigger. The British walking with the BBD burgundy zippers. With a nightingales, with a pink champagne. She on pink cashmere, with the pink gazelles. Take the Pony Express here, cross the graffiti bridge, a taste of the Yanks glare. Lawn tears unfold, test jumpers on milk crates. Suckers rip the zenith box, then rock clock, lock boxes. According to get your scales, he top. Caught a chicken fried hard to the pilon ditty. Brawn shoes on the windowsill, then watch Cosby and Camille on the peacock hat tail. Turnstile hurdlers, burglars, Gucci visors, pull low, low, and so they catch you by surprise. 80 blocks from Tiffany's, what an epiphany uh, High off the symphony, with sway the sunny cheek uh, Glitter in the gold as the story unfolds Turn it up, cause we ready for show, so let's go, go 80 blocks from Tiffany's, what an epiphany uh, High off the symphony, with sway the sunny cheek uh, Glitter in the gold as the story unfolds Turn it up, cause we ready for show, so let's go, 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 go Okay, we out, we out Peace Well, as I touch on the selection, come in your direction Right, right Said what kind of music you make I said I make hip hop music Said oh you mean you're a rapper You are now listening to Fusebox Radio Next interview I ask how long I've been in the game Afterwards gonna have to walk with a cane I'm not on that plane People ask why I ain't walking this way Nowadays I just be walking away I'm not trying to waste and instant trying to explain how I'm different other rappers far as they trace Like there can never be a logical answer other than the music we make And when I'm dead and gone my music will remain We are not in a race I don't hold a conventional view I'm not concerned with being the best of being better than you I'm concerned with being better than me At the highest levels that's the only better with even trying to be This is the protest that the vultures evoke As a spokesman for the culture that's considered a joke This ain't show but son I shoulder the load Take a gander at the winners, hind the glamour and the glitter that's shown. I'm a musician. The sound listen. I'm a musician. The sound listen. People ask, I come, I read out a book. Like I'm the herb to be concerned with how uncommon it looks. I don't even take the time out to speak I already know nobody cares if that's the verse I wrote to the beat And now I do too many features Please don't start How can an artist make too much art? I know that y'all do not mean harm But it's hard I never get the chance to walk the line Cause all of y'all walk hard Cause of the cost my shit is not on par Forefront of an art form that is not gone far I guess that's the price of being avant-garde 16 bars, 3 verses long That's the output of a Beatles album in one song No disrespect to Bob Dylan But show respect for Matt Fillin I'm a 
The thriller versus overbeated. It goes beyond a realm of inconvenience into the realm of hidden genius. Musicians be amongst the greatest in the world, but caught up in a game that's being degraded by the world. Even though it's imitated by the world, don't ask me why I'm jaded by the world. Disagreeing with all the human beings, compass with this only being for boys and girls. This is eternal. I'm a musician. Let's sound listen. listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Racist, hypocritical, and failed war on terror has something in common with the racist, hypocritical, and failed war on drugs. I mean something new, not merely that they're both based on lies to propagate public fear, or that they're both great white holes which politicians of both parties can shove billions of dollars into, making contractors wealthy and their own jobs secure. A Monday morning Reuters news story confirms that the National Security Administration shares unknown quantities of its vacuum cleaner surveillance of every American's electronics communications and whereabouts with the Federal Drug Enforcement Administration, which duly passes it on to thousands of state and local police agencies in every jurisdiction. Just as the power-mad generals at NSA pretend that everything they do is perfectly legal, DEA spokespeople also assure us that no laws are broken, even though their own manuals counsel local police to lie about their sources of information and instruct them where possible to fogey up so-called reconstructive investigations to yield material usable in court and free from annoying exculpatory evidence. The information pipeline between the NSA, the DEA, your local police departments, and assorted private contractors is not overseen, not even by legislators sworn by secrecy or by clandestine courts. All oversight is in the hands of the Drug Enforcement Administration, a federal agency created for the express purpose of publicizing, politicizing, and prosecuting the failed 40 years war on drugs. Given this complete lack of oversight, can we even begin to take seriously their declarations about the limits of the information they pass on and the uses it's put to? 
If the Bush-Cheney gang were still in the White House, the assurances of NSA generals and DEA cops, along with purported inquiries into the legality of these processes by a Department of Justice which recently pronounced that being profiled at a White House Terror Tuesday meeting was all the due process required before summary execution by drone, these assurances would be met with a relentless storm of disbelief and ridicule. But in the upside-down universe of liberals in this, the age of Obama, violations of due process, mass incarceration, vacuum cleaner surveillance of the digital lives and correspondence of all Americans, and passing the results of this unconstitutional surveillance on to local police are beneath the notice of black and white Democrats, unworthy of comment even by black leaders who claim to oppose mass incarceration. It may have taken the Bush-Cheney gang to initiate the so-called war on terror, but only Barack Obama, only a black Democrat in the White House could make it okay in the eyes of black and white liberals to bring that war home in the form of border walls, universal surveillance, and the sharing of that surveillance data with local cops and contractors who conceal its origin at the same time they claim that everything they do is legal and nobody even laughs. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Bruce Dixon. Find us on the web at www.blackagendareport.com. Radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. They don't pay me to talk diamonds. So I reflect on other ways of shining I put time in the safety deposit box And let it sit next to the Cuban and Rolex watch I split a Cuban and fill it with the greenest pot Then plot on other ways to get my money up Cause, cause I turn anybody to a loyal custom off the words that I utter to you It's simple when you come from suing The world fed you manure And blocks change more than Cuba Life's not to be humored or played like a game I came for the money and not for the fame You can clear my name and clear my face I just want to sink off in this leather tank Puff the J and levitate while my tins earthquake I'm from the aviation birthplace So I'm known to talk spaceships Chevy's with the chrome face, riding by this cold lake, slower than the snowflake, falling on the grass blade to dissolve away in the blink of an eye, I just want to be somewhere far, I'm always looking for that place where I can shine like a star alone, like the north one, away from the dipper, see I differ in my rise, I like to be alone when I ride, you can follow me home, but just watch from a distance when I shine, you can see it from a distance when I shine. Be, 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 be
sunroof top, digging in the scene, bleeding the block. I'm the leader of the flock, Fleetwood drop, sixes on the feet, six switches make it hot. Pull up in the lot, park it sideways, hop out in my five J's, blasting backstabbers by the OJs. I know these is against intentions, they be hating, it's just they ways. Waiting to catch me slipping and cop trays, I don't pay it no mind. I just bring them some shine while I'm freeing my mind. I told you time and time again, I like to ride when I be in a state of mind when I can find a word for my pen. Sunk in these seats, I get inspiration from the streets. Observe through the tents and paint a picture on these beats of everything I see around me. My life in this glass house, a full cup and a half ounce. Helps reel off the teller, the tape, and those that can't relate, at least you feel in this place.
listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
easy to break, but don't take it as an open invitation to try. Cause I'm just hoping this time that it's all in my mind. I won't find that there's anything to worry about. I want you to be yourself. I love it when I see you. Listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Radio. I would stand there and whisper memories of my children's future. I would let their future dwell in my past so that I might live a brighter now. Now is the essence of my domain and it contains all that was and will be. And I am as I was and will be because I am and always will be that nigger. I am that nigger. I am that nigger. I am that timeless nigger that swings on pendulums like vines through minds of booby-trapped minds that are enslaved by time. I'm the life that supersedes lifetimes, I am. It was me with serpentine hair and a timeless stare that with a mortal glare turned mortal fear into stone time capsules. They still exist as the walking dead, as I do, the original sufferhead, symbol of life and matriarchy, severed head, Medusa, I am. I am that nigger, I am that nigger, I am that nigger. I am a negro, yes negro, negro from necro, meaning death, I overcame it so they named me after it. And I be spitting at death from behind and putting kicking signs on his back because I am not the son of Shaklak Clack. I am before that. I am before. I am before before. Before death is eternity. After death is eternity. There is no death. There's only eternity. And I be riding on the wings of eternity like yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaklak Clack. But my flight doesn't go undisturbed because time makes dreams defer. And all of my time fears are turning my days into daymares. And I live daymares, be living nightmares. And once haunted my past, Clack, clack, time is beating my ass And I be having dreams of chocolate-covered watermelons Filled with fried chickens like pinatas With little pig and any sons and daughters Standing up under them with big sticks and aluminum foil Hitting them trying to catch pieces of all the fried chicken wings And Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben are standing in the corners with rifles Pulling at the heads of the little children Don't shoot the children, I shout Don't shoot the children, but they say it's too late They've already been infected by time But this shit is before my time I need more time, I need more time But it's too late They start shooting at the children and killing them one by one, two by two, three by three, four by four, five by five, six by six. But my spirit is growing seven by seven, faster than the speed of light. Because life only penetrates the darkness that's already there, and I'm already there. I'm here at the end of the road, which is the beginning of the road beyond time. But where my niggas at? Oh shit! Oh shit! Don't tell me my niggas got lost in time. 
My niggas are dying before their time. My niggas right are serving unjust time. Radio. My niggas are dying because of time.
from Africa, uh, straight out of the jungle, uh, we're the jungle boys, you know what I'm saying, yeah. that's what we call behind the bush, uh, uh, right now we're about to misbehave, misbehave, yeah. you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, you're Africa, shoot the juice, now I won't say that I'm a lady's lover, but if I was, you'd be under my cover, and not only that, you'd be under my wing, I mean, you'd be doing the nasty thing, whenever you're ready, we could go steady, Give you my baby and I could be your teddy It's cold out there, but it's warm in here I know you have a lover, lover, but I do not care Come on, let's go behind this bush, babe There's only room for two Jimmy and Jane, that's me and you huh. Doing it right to the morning light A little moaning groan after some fuss and fight <laughs> Jungle love is all that I'm giving yeah. Jungle life is all that I'm living yeah. Girl, I'ma do you the best I can Let you know I'm your jungle man You can't front it off, you know it's gonna get ya I'm doing this with live from Africa uh, Oh baby, I'ma get ya uh, I ain't no yeah. Make him sweat uh, Africa, make him sweat I want to be your hero, I want to be your man I want to love you every moment I can I want to take you back to the motherland And listen to the sounds of a steel drum band Climb up a tree, just you and me Cause that's the way that I want it to be Feel the breeze, put your mind at ease See the pretty birds and the chimpanzees After that we stepped down to my hut And together we split up a coconut mm. Watch the sunset, watch the moon rise And then I proceed to make it nature rise Behind the bush, baby Oh yeah, I hear you, bro Uh-huh Yeah, you showing all the romance to it Yeah That's the jungle way Uh-huh that's sweet stuff, man. I'll be your caveman, I'll be your brave man But most of all, I'll be your gentleman Your magic man, Alakazam I put a spell on you that you cannot stand You'll sweat and want your inner soul torn You to do what you want to do And that's to take me behind the bush and do me, baby That's what I'm talking about Oh yeah Sweet daddy, what's up, man? 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 That is that big. Ah, you got yeah. somebody behind that bush waiting for him. Know that.
Box Radio. Out. 
pop in the stereo She took me to a club, I think the name was Cheerios She walked like she was jumping a hurdle I was happy as a kid to do some Mutant Ninja Turtles A guy walked over, said your earring's cute I said I'm wearing an earring, but it ain't no fruit loop Me and Frosted went to get a drink But she ordered something bugged and I ain't know what to think She ordered potassium and calcium Carbohydrate, scotch with sodium She took me to a crib, threw me on the couch I woke up the next morning with a spoon in my mouth She's milky, cereal, baby, milky Cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, milky, cereal. I went to Vegas, didn't think it'd do any harm. I bumped into this girl named Lucky Chum. For some reason, we walked in the rain. She had a four-leaf clover with a big gold chain. She had a salary that was full of calories for real, and I was in the mood for a home-cooked meal. So we went to be alone, but we had to be quiet because the corn pops was home. Kiss the neck, kiss the back, kiss the arms. I said, forget it, let me see your Lucky Charms. When we began, a hairstyle was neat, but when I left the next morning, it looked like shredded wheat. Talked about marriage, I said, that's risky. Besides, it's such a waste of Rice Krispies. She had a robe with a velour material Her pops woke up, I said, hello, Mr. Cereal I came this morning to deliver the paper He said, stop fronting, I know you caught the papers That's my daughter, so save the crooning You better find another bowl of cereal Stick your spoon in Milky Cereal Baby Milky Cereal Milky Cereal Baby Milky Cereal Milky Cereal Baby Milky Cereal Yeah, check this out here Cereal then there was pebbles, times was rough She was turning tricks to get a cuckoo puff Her mind was gone, but she turned me on In fact, she was wearing an Applejack hat With a full-length fox and some pink bobby socks Her father had a greedy disease, fried chicken pox We called him Hungry Jack He talked like Tyson and he dressed like the Mac He invited me out to lunch With an old army buddy at his Captain Crunch The waiter said, Jack, what would you like today? He said, I don't know, this make it special, okay? He said, cool, came back with the order That's when I said, hey, yo, Jack, I like your daughter he said, Pebble, boy, are you crazy? I said, nah, I wanna ride in a Mercedes She could sing while I'm swinging my thing Cause the burger tastes better than Burger King He said, go party, do some mingling You and my daughter, your brain must be jingling I said, it's smooth, no disrespect She signed a prenup so she don't get half of my wheat check Then we walked down the aisle Our honeymoon was milky Cereal style, you know what I'm saying? Cereal, baby, milky Cereal, milky Cereal, baby, milky Cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky. Peace. We're gonna do a song that you never heard before. Get on up, get on up, stay on the scene Get on up, I like a sex machine Get on up, get on up, get on up, stay on the scene Get on up, I like a sex machine 
Everybody gets loud 
insecurities Gonna let myself forgive And free myself to live And if
I'm speaking to you all from the most natural of habitats. White city folks jokes to be something like Razorbacks. Talk about us quietly. A rich social quarters about a fertile land and our own lush quarters. And they really should embrace us because they know we got the science. But the bottom line is they don't want the brown alliance. They rather get our secrets and they don't believe us. Treat us, take our color and our culture from the foul way they breed us. They are such a fucking leaders with no intention to free us. And if you believe in love, then imagine what the key is. The sentiment for me is simply. Never done. And when I fight, don't need a gun. 
Why I'm so cool I can freeze the heart of the sun The original day tripper Looking for a fight Hipper than the Big Dipper Mission Make the whole wide world right Just ask Uncle Sam Who really brought the peace to Vietnam He'll say right away The Earth Shaker The Earthquaker Code name Peacemaker as the world and older than the flow of human blood in human veins. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. I bathed in the Euphrates when dawns were young. I built my hut near the Congo and it lulled me to sleep. I looked upon the Nile and raised the pyramids above it. I heard the singing of the Mississippi when Abe Lincoln went down to New Orleans. And I've seen its muddy bosom turn all golden to sunset. I've known rivers, ancient dusty rivers. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. Dr. Jones? 
Surely you don't think you can escape from this island? It depends on how reasonable we're all willing to be. All I want is the girl. Yes, blow it up! Go it back to God. All your life has been spent in pursuit of archaeological relics. Inside the ark are treasures beyond your wildest aspirations. You want to see it open as well as I. Indiana, we are simply passing through history. This, this is history. Do as you will. darkness grope and find within its deadened heart to sing these songs of sorrow love and faith and hope how did it catch that subtle undertone that note in music heard not with the ears how sound the elusive reed so seldom blown which stirs the soul or melts the heart to tears there is a wide wide wonder in it all that from degraded rest and servile toil the fiery spirit of the seer should call these simple children of the sun and soil O black slave singers gone forgot unfamed you you alone of all the long long line of those who've sung untaught unknown unnamed have stretched out upward, seeking the divine.
think you'll agree, it's dynamite. That's all the time we have tonight. Join us next time. Good night.